Sage is fighting the fight. He has fought cities. He has fought counties. Politicians. Naysayers. Hell, he's even fought mayors. Thank you for listening to Sage and the Houseless Movement, a weekly show dedicated to the news and views of the homeless locally and worldwide. And all other things considered homeless? Yes. Broadcasting live from your Alexa device, the Radio Free Network app, iOS, WMBU.org, Many Voices United, and the RadioFreeNetwork.com. And now, from some wooded area in Akron, Ohio, here is Sage of the Rage Lewis. Yo, 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 what is up? What is up, my party people? It is another exciting edition of me. (laughs) I know you've been waiting. Oh, what would me have to say? Well, just you wait. What's up, everybody? My name is Sage. I am a homeless activist and founder of the Houseless Movement. You can find us on Twitter at twitter.com slash houselessm. And I'm coming to you from the Radio Free Entertainment Network and WMBU.org. Many voices united, united, uh, united, united we stand, divided we fall. Do you ever listen to the words that come out of your mouth when you say stuff? <laughs> Do you listen? Uh, Black Panther leader Fred Hampton was assassinated this day in 1969. Well, today is the fourth. You're getting this on the fifth. Yeah, you know. Close enough. You get it. You feel me, right? I'll turn up the volume a little. Just a touch. A skosh. A skosh. <laughs> Wait. All right, more than a skosh. I like that. That's better. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Um There's a video going around um of him uh talking about unity. And he talks about how the machine, the system likes to try to pit the people against each other. Today, you can see it most clearly in, you know, Democrats hating Republicans and Republicans hating Democrats. And the system loves it. They love it. Ah, oh, there's nothing makes the system happier than people going at each other's throats because then you see they don't have to worry about you coming after the real problem, which is them, them. And so, you know, it's just an interesting video that he, uh, you know, that I've just been watching. It's like, if you go, if you go on Twitter, you can find it. Black Panther leader, Fred Hampton, uh, just search for that. Um, and, uh, you'll maybe find it, but we, uh, 
have been duped by the system. The system has deceived us, has played us, has um, utilized some of the best parts of us and used them to hurt us. Uh, Human beings are rational. We can think, we can make lists, we can, we can, uh, you know, put a hierarchy of good and bad, but that's not really how we function. We function based on beliefs. We have beliefs and then we find facts to pay off the beliefs. Okay. It's just, it's just how we work. And we're all guilty of it. We're not Vulcans from Star Trek, you know, where all of our emotions are devoid of any value in our lives. Um, Our emotions, I, I once read that somebody said humans are emotional beings that happen to think as opposed to thinking beings that happen to be emotional. But, and that's true, but I like my new theory of, um, being belief based, belief based. And, um, it solves a lot of problems when you think of it that way, because we usually just yell at each other like, Oh, they're so stupid. They're so stupid. You know, and the Democrats say it to the Republicans and the Republicans say it to the Democrats. But stupid isn't really the issue. It's typically the cults that we have all uh, been absorbed into. And there's many, many cults, many cults. (laughs) I mean, you could be of the cult of Diet Coke and just swear that Diet Coke is the best. You can't quantify that. I mean, it is the best, of course. (laughs) I'm just hypothetically saying, I mean, we all know that Diet Coke is the best. Any soda that uh, has to be sold as, is Pepsi okay, is not the best. (laughs) The poor Pepsi people, every restaurant that serves Pepsi, is Pepsi okay? (laughs) And some people are like, no, it's not okay. I'll just have water. It's ridiculous. But uh, we do that for all kinds of things. We have like flat earthers that are in that cult. We have anti-vaxxers that are in that cult. Um, and those are the the irrational cults for sure. They're ridiculous no doubt. But I know many smart people. I don't know any flat earthers, thank God, but I do know many uh, anti-vaxxers and um, they're not stupid. They, they just have beliefs (laughs) that they have. Then they go out and find uh, facts to support their beliefs. And so the issue we have is that we have beliefs like 
if we're a, if we're a progressive that conservatives are bad and stupid. And so then we just start looking around for proof of that, you know, and every time we see proof that pays off our belief, then it just solidifies our belief system. And then we ignore the other things that don't corroborate our beliefs, you see. So, you know, like liberals like to believe that all Trump supporters are racist. And uh, literally, they believe that some of the extreme ones, they believe that if you if you voted for Donald Trump, you're a racist. Now, uh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Um, there are many reasons people voted for Donald Trump. So, you know, money is probably the biggest reason, not, not racism. They believe, they believe that... Democrats are out to take your money and Republicans are out to let you keep your money. Both ideas are ridiculous. <laughs> They're both trying to take your money. Both of them. Uh, they, there was a study like right after the election and people are like finally admitting that Joe Biden won that, you know, the Republicans are finally admitting Joe Biden won. They're like asking them how the economy is. And now it's like, According to Republicans, it's tanking. Nothing changed other than the person who is now going to be president. Now the money is going to be bad and you're going to start to see, I guarantee, uh, conservatives becoming, you know, fiscally conservative again. <laughs> Uh, they have not been fiscally conservative. Okay. These last four years and you know it, they're never fiscally conservative when they're in power, only when the other guys in power and they don't like the things the other guys spending the money on. They wouldn't like whatever a Democrat spends money on the military. They'll hate. So, um, We have to realize that our entire perception of the world is based on beliefs that we pay off with facts. Okay? We believe things. We believe that we we have I mean it's easier to talk about conservatives and 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 liberals or progressives right now because that's what's I think the hottest. But we do have beliefs about other races. And if you don't think you have generalizations about races, you are an you are a true idiot. <laughs> If you think of an Asian person and you don't in your head think, oh, they're good at math. You're 
You're lying. Now, you might. You might then say, well, of course, not all Asian people are good at math, but the instinct is there. And maybe that's one that you don't have. Okay. But, um, many people have, okay. Many people have this idea that, uh, Asian people are good at math. Okay. And then, and then sometimes they'll even rationalize it and they'll be like, well, it's the culture. It's the culture. They, they appreciate the culture. You know, they, they appreciate education in their culture. (laughs) It's racism. What do you know about Asian culture? (laughs) You an Asian expert? If you're not Asian, you got no business talking about Asian culture as a collective. Okay. You don't know anything about it. I don't know anything about it. You don't know anything about it. Just keep our trap shut. Okay. We do that about all kinds of things. Okay. We have snap instincts within us that maybe then intellectually, we maybe are like, well, blah, 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 you know, but not all people are blah, blah, blah. You see. And so. We have that obviously in race everywhere, you know, and, uh, you know, like I can, I'm not even going to go, I could do a whole show on just like racial stereotypes, you know, and especially what, you know, the racial stereotypes of white people. It's fun, right? <laughs> they can't dance, can't jump. White men can't jump. Isn't that a name of a movie? I mean, what are you talking about? (laughs) Are you saying that white men statistically can't jump more than any other race? How are you going to quantify that? Is that really a name of a movie? White men can't jump. Let's see. White men can't jump. Yeah. Yeah. It's a freaking movie. And uh, I can't remember that movie. Uh, 1992 American sports comedy drama. Stars Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson as street ball hustlers. I might need to go watch that again. <laughs> but that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous to say white men can't jump. Okay. Do we not have the jumping gene? And isn't that just as equally racist to say, well, black men can jump, which is, I think, what they're leading towards. So all white men can't jump and all black men can jump. It's the most ridiculous <laughs> theory ever. It's ridiculous. I mean, Larry Bird, but he could jump. So look, we have these, we have these beliefs. Okay. And they are based in not reality or truth. It's it all the time, all the time that like Walmart is bad. Target is good. No, they're both bad. They're both terrible. They're fencing Chinese bullshit into America. They both are bad. <laughs> Don't be stupid. <laughs> what do you think? Target's better because white, because rich people go there. That's why. And don't tell me that's because they pay their people better. That's bullshit, too. So um, we have beliefs. And 
where this is all heading, believe it or not, is to homeless people. We have beliefs about homeless people. And if I say homeless, you say what? Addict, drug addict, lazy, down on his luck. (laughs) A savvy person would say about a chronically homeless person that they are uh, service resistant. (laughs) Service resistant. (laughs) That's what the smart people say (laughs) the educated people say the chronically homeless people don't want help they choose to live that way there's little more in the world that makes me see red than when a service homeless service provider tells me that they choose to be homeless. I literally have to slow my roll. I have to slow my roll because I get really angry. (laughs) I'm talking really angry because It represents a complete misunderstanding of the very people you're trying to help. Now, I don't think it's too hot. Now the sound is too hot. All right. So, I don't know if they actually believe it that homeless people choose to be homeless or it's just the propaganda they push out so that people keep giving them millions of dollars like the federal government and people donating and blah, blah, blah. Uh, because the truth is they're resistant to those people. (laughs) A lot of devastation. In the homeless world uh, this week. So this was on December 1st. This is from the I-Team, 8 Fox, 8 News Now in Las Vegas. I-Team, it was our home. Bulldozers clear homeless camp featuring donated huts. Dozens of people who lived in donated huts at homeless encampments next to the I-15 were met with bulldozers and police early Monday morning, the I-team has learned. The Nevada Department of Transportation owns the plot of land off Lake Mead near Losey. I don't know where. Well, the land is in North Las Vegas. Part of it is also monitored by the city of Las Vegas. Katie Johnson, who lived in the camp, says she woke up on Monday to police telling her to leave. Wake up. This is the North Las Vegas Police Department. Johnston says she heard officers yell around 6 a.m. You need to pack up your stuff. You need to get up. What made the encampment unique was it's donated 26, it's don- 26 donated insulated huts from the group New Leaf Building Community. 
While Johnson slept in a tent and not a hut, she used the building as storage. I lost a lot of my clothes, my stuff, the food we'd gathered up. Each Conestoga-style structure cost about $600, Robert Majors, who volunteers with New Leaf, said. It's cold out right now, and that's what I feel for, Majors said, as temperatures across the valley drop. City officials in both North Las Vegas and Las Vegas said the camp, here it comes. Okay, so... Okay, so what I need you to know is 6 a.m., the police roll up and throw all the stuff away of homeless people, okay? All of their belongings are gone in the trash. The 26 donated huts, their clothes, their food, their sleeping gear, everything thrown away. How is that even legal? The fact of the matter is it's not legal, but nobody's saying anything because of what I'm about to read. City officials in both lost North. North Las Vegas and Las Vegas said the camp was becoming a public health concern. They cited an abundance of trash and human waste seeping into the Las Vegas wash as two reasons why the huts and tents needed to be cleared. So that's that paragraph right there. It's actually just a sentence. No, is it? No, it's two sentences. That cauliflower is that's a paragraph. That paragraph right there makes it all okay. Oh, oh, yeah, I can understand that. Well, yeah, I mean, that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate that 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 had to happen. But it is a public health concern. That is propaganda bullshit. It's a lie put out by the system to crush homeless people. It's a lie, but it pays off your beliefs of homeless people. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That can make sense. I mean, yeah, I mean, trash, that's not good. Oh, waste in the, ooh, in the Las Vegas wash, human waste. <gasps> ooh, oh, my. <laughs> and then you move on. You see what has happened here? The system has cunningly played into your belief system of homeless people that they are dirty, that they're dirty. Homeless people are dirty. Well, you know, that's not safe. They need to go someplace safe. They, we need to, you know what they need? They need houses. We should get them houses. <laughs> and then you move on to the next story because that paragraph right there paid off your beliefs that did it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Homeless people are dirty and that's not good. It's not good for them. It's not good for us. It's, it's just not good. This is sad. This is very complicated. No. It's not complicated. You know what's how you solve that? Trash cans and porta potties. Problem fucking solved. <laughs> when you withhold trash service and toilets from people, they leave trash 
and human waste where they look. Do you know how much waste you create? How much garbage does an American create? Okay. According to the EPA, the average American person will produce 5.91 pounds of trash with about 1.51 pounds of recycled. That's 4.4 pounds is the rough average daily waste per person. Four and a half pounds per person. Okay, that's you. That's you throwing away four and a half pounds every day. Probably more on Christmas. <laughs> you don't take a day off. Every day. You got four people in your house? 18 pounds. 18 pounds of trash every day. And that's only if you recycle, which is bullshit. Recycling is a hoax. We just offshore that shit. We just send it to like whatever country will take it. And uh, turning out, a lot of countries aren't taking it. So the price is getting raised. And so uh, you will see recycling disappear in your lifetime. You'll see it because it's too expensive to recycle. And and the only and they don't care what happens to it. And the recycling people, they send it over to whatever country will take it and they burn it or store it, you know, and they pile up that we become these other countries become our trash can. So really, it's five point nine pounds, six pounds of trash per person. OK, now. Let me ask you this. Let's say you have four people in your family, six pounds. You got 24 pounds of trash per day, and I take away your trash service, and I take away your vehicle, okay? You don't have a car, and you don't have trash service. I'm not, I'm going to take, I'm going to do one more. I'm going to take away your garbage bags. Okay. Now you don't have a garbage bag. You don't have a trash can. You don't have trash service and you don't have a vehicle. Every day, every day, seven days a week, you are creating six pounds of trash per person. Okay. Let's just call it five because it's 5.91. We'll call it five. I'll give you a, you're, you're amazing. You, you don't, you shave off 0.9 pounds. You're a fucking genius. Good job. Five pounds per person, panel of four, 20 pounds of trash a day, seven days a week, no trash can, no trash bag, and no car. You do one of two things. You either throw it, if you're great, you throw it illegally in somebody else's trash can, or because you have other things to do in your life, you, it piles up. It piles up. 20 pounds a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, it piles up. Okay? The only difference between you and a homeless person is you have trash service. 
and they withhold trash service from homeless people so they can make them look bad. That's how they play the game. They withhold trash service, they withhold bathroom service, and then they say homeless people are dirty. It's propaganda, and it plays to your belief that you believe homeless people are dirty. You're dirty. Humans are dirty. Americans are dirty. The average American produces 1,704 pounds of garbage per year, roughly three times the global average. How American of you. Just take, take, take. Lay, just throw your shit all over and you put it in a can and a truck comes and magically takes it away and you think you've done good. God, you're stupid. You see, you're, you, see, it's, I'm inclined to just call you stupid, but you're not. You are a part of a cult. You are obsessed by your belief system that you're doing what you can, that you're, you know, you're using your trash service. You don't know where that trash goes. You don't know anything about trash. You don't know where your recycling goes. And if you do, you realize you're a hypocritical liar. <laughs> I'm not, look, I don't hate you. I don't think you're stupid. I'm just saying you're brainwashed. That you think you're clean and homeless people are dirty. And I'm here to tell you, if the city withheld your trash service, you'd become dirty too. Because you have three times the amount of trash as everybody else on the planet. You're disgusting. <laughs> and by you, I mean me. All of us. Americans are disgusting. Okay? Can you just accept it? We have, what, how, how much of the population is America? How much of the global population is United States? 4.25%. Okay, you got that number? Now check it out. How much of the global prison population is the United States? 22%. We have 4.4% of the global population, and we account for 22% of all the prisoners. We have three times the amount of trash per person as the rest of the frickin' country. We are disgusting. So... When you take an American and you put them outside without trash service and without a toilet, what do you think you get? An American. <laughs> Dumbass. Jesus Christ. So look, and then your hypocritical fucking ass is like, oh, well, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a health risk. It's a health concern. No, you're a health concern, motherfucker. <laughs> you're your bullshit of how you have righted this paragraph here in your mind that that the homeless are dirty and you're clean kills poor people. Not to mention devastates the entire planet. <sighs>
There were signs posted indicating private was property was private, officials said. <laughs> they added additional notice giving a warning of an impending clearing were posted last week. You know, could happen. Could happen. We were just trying to live and not trying to be bugged, said Johnson, a lady living in a fucking tent, trying to just exist in the richest planet in the world that produces so much trash and so many prisoners. What was the harm in that? It was our home. We made it ours. What was the harm in that? Now, 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 what a profound question you ask, Miss Johnson. What was the harm in Miss Johnson's existence? Well, I'll tell you what the harm was. The harm, Miss Johnson, was that you point out the glaring hypocrisy of America. You show the world and your neighbors that America actually is a fucking cesspool. And we can't have that now, can we? I mean, that's not what we're going for over here in America. We're supposed to be the land of the free, the home of the brave, and our roads are supposed to be paved with gold. Not that we have people trying to just exist in a tent on some vacant land somewhere. That's no, 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 no. You silly little woman. You need to get the fuck out. What was, what was the harm in that? The propaganda machine is being harmed and your life is not worth that. Miss Johnson. Las Vegas passed an ordinance earlier this year effectively banning sleeping outside in public areas. Officials said the law's intent is not to criminalize homelessness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what they say. But rather help. (laughs) How can they even say those words? But rather help. Those experiencing homelessness, experiencing homelessness, connect with services. Can you believe the words coming out of these fuckers' mouths? To help. Anytime the government says they're here to help, you should run the other way. They are not here to help. The government's never here to help. Okay? They are here to push their agenda. The encampment violated Las Vegas ordinance because it isn't a public right of way. (laughs) You should see it. It's in a fucking dirt patch. (laughs) Ah, here's the rub. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. You ever heard of them? published amid the COVID-19 pandemic suggests suggests letting homeless encampments stay put. It reads in part, clearing homeless encampments can cause people to disperse throughout the community and break connections with service providers. Oh, wait, wait, oh, wait, 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 wait. Didn't I just read in the previous uh, paragraph that by um, breaking the camp down, we're helping connect with service providers. Wait a second. There's And then this other group says that by breaking camps, it disconnects. It breaks connections with, sir. I'm so confused. 
Does dismantling a camp break connections with service providers or help make connections with service providers? I'm so confused. Next. Give me a story that's happy. Is there something with a puppy? Okay. You don't have to be a sociological genius to realize that when there were a bunch of people living in a single place consistently, that service providers could come and provide services. But when they destroy these huts and don't send them anywhere, just like go away, you don't have to be a genius to realize it makes it harder for service providers to find them. Do you get it? The, 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 the propaganda put out by the cities is all about destroying the lives of homeless people. Well, you know, there is safety and public health hazard. I mean, they have trash and they poop and stuff. And, and, and really, by breaking these down, we're really helping them, you know, encourage them to get connected with service providers. When the CDC says clearing encampments can cause people to disperse throughout the community and break connections with service providers. Who do you think is more accurate? You don't have to be a genius to realize when you throw people into the wind, it's harder to find them. Jesus Christ. This increases the potential for infectious disease spread. Okay, says the CDC. I'm going to read the coronavirus disease 2019 COVID-19 homeless thing from the CDC. It's at cdc.gov slash coronavirus slash 2019 dash It's a lot of words. This is the, 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 the section is called considerations for encampments. Now this is the CDC. Considerations for encampments. They've written about this. If individual housing options are not available, allow people who are living unsheltered or encampments to remain where they are. Clearing encampments can cause people to disperse throughout the community and break connections with service providers. This increases the potential for infectious disease spread. Okay, I, they copied that from the article. Good job, article. It goes on to say, though, encourage those staying in camps to set up their tents and sleeping quarters with at least 12 feet by 12 feet of space per individual. Okay, they're not saying destroy their living quarters. They're saying give them a 12 by 12 foot space. Technically, if you destroy it all, it does kind of open up the space. So, yeah, okay, let's see. Yeah. If an encampment is not able to provide sufficient space for each person, allow people to remain where they are, but help decompress, decompress the encampment by linking those at increased risk for severe illness to individual rooms or safe shelter. 
work together with community coalition members to improve sanitation and encampments, ensure nearby restroom facilities have functional water taps, are stocked with hand hygiene materials like soap and drying materials and bath tissues, and remain open to people experiencing homelessness 24 hours per day. If toilets or hand-washing facilities are not available nearby, assist with providing access to portable latrines with hand-washing facilities for encampments of more than 10 people. These facilities should be equipped with hand sanitizer containing at least 60% alcohol. And what did Las Vegas do? They threw them to the wind. Because they give no fucks, not only about the homeless, but about you. They don't care about disease spread. They don't care. They don't care about anything other than themselves. They don't care that by throwing these homeless people to the wind, that they're going to just migrate into the world and they're just going to get closer to other people. I wish that was the only terrible news of the week, but I got more out of Denver. Four arrested pepper balls used against protesters during the homeless encampment cleanup in Denver. Encampment cleanup. This was posted at 7.50 p.m. November 30th. Okay. November 30th. Four arrests were made and police used pepper balls against protesters during a sweep of homeless encampment in the River North neighborhood Monday morning. City crews converged on the encampment along, located in along 29th Street and Atkins Court at 6 a.m. It's when they like to come. Just fuck with them. They love fucking with people. Pigs love fucking with people. Police were arrested to move a group of demonstrators who the city saw were attempting to block the area. Police said pepper balls were used on some demonstrators and four people were arrested for failing to follow lawful orders, which is to destroy the homes of homeless people. Lawful orders. Who says they're lawful motherfuckers? You, the police? How convenient. The city said the large encampment had an estimated of 80 people living in more than 100 tents and makeshift structures last week. That's 80 people. They said there were 30 to 40 people there on Monday morning. The city targeted the encampment because of a number of significant, there you go, public health and safety hazards, including a recent homicide, the city said. I want to know, you see, that is irresponsible reporting. I want to know about that homicide. You can't drop the word homicide in an article and leave it hanging there. Who got killed? Where was the killing? Was it in the camp? But you see, they're complicit, man. These reporters think they're reporting, but they're falling for the propaganda. Somebody in the city, while they were standing there doing the reporting, was like, well, there was a homicide around here. And, you know, I mean, we can't have that. This is a public safety and health issue, you know? Like, ooh, well, uh, city, the city said there was a homicide. Crews collected more than 200 needles, 10 to 15 tons of trash, and 200 pounds of flammables, according to a city release. I'd love to know exactly what's in that list. I'd love to know. 
I'd love to know. 200 needles? Were that how'd you know it was 200? Did you get did you just take boxes of them maybe? Did you just take clean needles? Where are you saying they're dirty needles, clean needles? Uh, you know, there's a lot of people that use different kinds of needles. And a lot of times, I don't know if you know this, city fuckers, but a lot of times the health department in cities hand out needles. You know, they're called needle exchanges. You know what I'm saying? Needle exchanges. In a Facebook post, Denver Homeless Out Loud called the city's action a disgusting play of display of authority and abuse. Is that literally the end of the article? Yeah, whatever. So, um... There were more articles about this, but again, they do nothing to help these people. They provide no trash. They provide no hygiene. Absolutely against what everything the CDC said and then throw them into the city with no place to go and violate CDC guidelines. Do you know that there's a thing going on called COVID right now? And it's like worse than it's ever been worse than it's ever been. And I'm not talking about news that happened years ago. This is this week. These stories happened this week. And may I say it happened to me too. Okay, I went out on Giving Tuesday. Uh, I raised some money and I bought some hamburgers from a local hamburger guy. His name's Bob's Hamburg. Literally, we have a place called Bob's Hamburg. I think it opened in 1931, I think. It's a delicious hamburger. So good. Anyways, uh, I raised enough money to, to uh, give out 90 hamburgers. And so I was out handing out hamburgers. And I went over to a place uh, where I knew some people were living. And I was talking to my friend, Josh, and he's like, hey, man, I'm like, hey, how's it going, Josh? He's like, it's not good. I'm like, why? He's like, well, this police have been here multiple times and the fire department's been here multiple times. And they said, if we don't leave, they're going to arrest us. And you see where Josh was, was an abandoned house. Okay. This is an abandoned house that the city will not tear down. That is um, in disarray. And it's right next to a house that is owned by um, the homeless charity, which is something I helped found. Technically, I'm no longer, uh, I am not technically, I am no longer of uh, a part of the homeless charity. Uh, however, I do support their cause 100%. So something about me is that, I mean, I give out food and stuff like that, but it's not really my, the thing that inspires me the most. The thing that inspires me most is activism. Uh, but I also am like really into, for lack of a better word, like studying homeless people. Like I love trying to understand homeless people. I love it. And, um, one of the things that I have realized is that homeless people basically feel like the black sheep of society that they have been cast out and they are hated and not wanted. And they quite honestly hate themselves and don't like themselves. So, you know, they're like, yeah, well, that sounds about right. I mean, I am kind of a piece of shit. Um, and I like to remind them no more piece of shit than any of the rest of us. Um, so, I'm always trying to find things that interest homeless people. 
okay, besides drugs and alcohol. And I'm not trying to, to be uh, glib about that or even uh, be generalizing. Uh, certainly, there are um, homeless people that do not use drugs and do not use alcohol. But I'm here to tell you that for many people, it is a necessity. You, The pain... The physical and emotional pain of living on the street requires a sedative. <laughs> it requires escape. So um, for you to ever judge a homeless person because they're using drugs or alcohol really talks more about you than it does them. It, 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 it represents the fact that you don't know what the hell you're talking about of what homelessness is. And so... Um, at any rate, I do, however, I mean, I'm a, uh, a f I'm an alcoholic. I uh, quit drinking about 17 years ago. And so I, I've never been homeless, but I do understand addiction. I have an addictive personality. It's very easy for me to get addicted to things. And so I 100% get it. I 100% get that um, addiction is not a choice. It is um, a compulsion you know, that becomes almost, uh, uncontrollable and oftentimes is uncontrollable until you find another addiction or something else to replace it. That's the only way you can really, uh, quit an addiction is to replace it with something else. And some people replace it with like AA or, um, church or stuff like that. But, um, a lot of my homeless friends aren't really excited about that. They've all been through treatment programs and, you know, some of them times it works or it works for a little while, but then they fall back to old habits. And um, so like, I'm really into the idea of finding things that make homeless people excited and art is one of them. Like I, I have an art wall that I'm starting to work on that I'm, you know, practice, we can practice like street art. So I'm excited about that. But this guy, Josh moved into this house, this really just terrible house that the city won't do anything about and started cleaning it up because he had nowhere to live. So him and his dog and his girlfriend, moved into this house and started cleaning it up. Now that's not usually how it works. Okay. Uh, homeless people usually uh, move into abandoned houses and just live within the, the, the shit of the house. Um, but somehow it was found out and the, Police have found them and the fire department has found them. And now they said that if they don't leave, they're going to get arrested. And so it's a sweep, right? Just like these camp sweeps, you know, where they don't tell them where to go. They just tell them they can't stay here. But what really kind of... um. I don't know, just decimated me. I don't know. That's too big of a word. It's not too big of a word. I mean, it just, I've just been um, met with 
wall after wall after wall uh, that the city does not allow me to engage with homeless people in meaningful ways because they don't know, they don't understand homeless people. They just don't like them in their city, you see. And so believe it or not, I and the city have the same goal is to help these people become meaningful um, parts of our community and our society, which is all they want. It's all I want, but their way isn't working. Their way is stupid. (laughs) I'm not saying my way is genius. I'm just saying, look, if you show somebody uh, uh, like you treat them like a human, you treat them with some dignity and respect, and then you offer them ideas of finding value in their lives. Don't you think that maybe I'm not a genius here, but maybe that might make people feel confident that they are now, you know, doing something good in their lives. I don't know. I'm probably stupid. I'm probably the stupid one. And a lot of times I think I'm the crazy one because everybody else does the exact opposite of me. When it comes to city officials, I'm like, I must be insane. I must be insane. Uh, camps, uh, when you have camps, people can come and work at, uh, work with the people at the camps and help them integrate back into society. Huh? No, 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 no. That was stupid to me. I'm stupid. I'm sorry. Get a trash can. No, no. Oh yeah. That's just encouraging them. My bad. Um, so I was really encouraging him and his girlfriend and uh, his girlfriend actually grew up with money and uh, uh, her family had rental units and she knows how to drywall and she, she knows it all. She knows all that stuff. And so I'm like, this is so amazing. This is great. They're going to clean up this house. It's actually going to be less of a shithole. They're going to put doors on it. So I know who's in there, you know, because look, I don't care really who lives in there, but I hate it when people die in houses. And we don't know that they're in there. Okay. Cause that happens all the time in the winter. Do you understand when homeless people are hiding, it's much easier to lose track of them and then they die. Okay. And I know the city doesn't give a shit about that, but I do. I actually care if I could save somebody's life. I know I'm an idealist, naive silly boy, but call me crazy. I give a shit about that. So, um, yet another thing was stolen from them. And that's what these camps are. This is what these camp sweeps are. Yet another thing is stolen from them. Their dignity is stolen. Their things are stolen. Their humanity is stolen. They are told they are hated by society that they're not doing right. And it makes it worse. It makes it worse. And I don't know how to get that message across, but what cities are doing with sweeping camps, throwing people out of abandoned houses with nowhere else to go, no path is making homelessness worse. It's adding It's making, you're getting more homeless people. You're getting homeless people that are more homeless. I just like, can anybody understand that? When you take a homeless person and you take all of their things away from them, everything they own, food, clothing, 
bedding, everything, and throw it in a trash can, you have made them more homeless. Can anybody see that? You are create you are you are propagating the thing you say you hate which is homeless people in your city but really you just hate homeless people. Do you get it? It comes back to that belief system that homeless people are dirty, drug addicted losers and we all know we hate drug addicts. And that, my friends, is really where it all comes down to that we judge drug addicts in this country. We don't, we say it's a disease. We, those words come out of our mouth, but we don't believe it. We don't believe it's a disease like cancer. We, um, that it's a disease of the brain. We don't believe it. We believe that it is a choice. And the only reason we believe it is a choice is because we don't take time to understand it because we don't like drug addicts. Okay. We have to come clean with all of our stereotypes. Okay, I would rather talk to a person that says I don't like black people than somebody that says I don't see color. Ugh. Do you understand? Because a person that says I don't see color is completely blind to their reality. I don't see color. What a ridiculous thing to say. Whereas a person that says, I don't like black people. Now you have a conversation because you're like, well, why don't you? And oftentimes it'll start to make sense. I know a guy that doesn't like black people. You know why? Because when he was a kid, he grew up in a black neighborhood and he was one of the only white people. And the black kids used to beat him up and bully him. That's where it comes from. I'm not saying that that makes it right for him to be racist, but doesn't it change your perspective on him? Aren't you like, oh, yeah, I mean, that that would be scary, right? To be like one of the only white kids and just being beat up constantly by black kids. Yeah, I could see why that might make you angry at an entire race. Again, I'm not condoning his racism. I'm just trying to get you to understand people. We have to understand it. I would rather you say, look, homeless people, I don't understand homeless people. Why are they living there? And then instead of just brushing it off to figure it out, they're stuck, man. They're at the outskirts of society and society judges them. They're already down and society keeps pushing them down. Okay. That's the lesson. And I'm not asking you to go into the camps. I'll go into the camps. My friends will go into the camps. I'm not asking for anything from anybody other than to let these people live. So I can go in and work with them. That is it. You don't like the trash? Get him a goddamn trash can. Problem solved. I love you, people. Have a great day. I'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Sage and the Houseless Movement, a weekly show dedicated to the news and views of the homeless locally and worldwide.